you see what happened to Bobby Schmurder, right? And Bobby Schmurder got fat Joe'd. These people, these police, they try to set me up so many times, my nigga. They didn't like who I was, who I stood for. I wasn't this much of a nice guy or conscious when I first was out here acting crazy. They wanted to get me like him, but they got him. Mm. One million percent, they are plotting on you, nah, my nigga. Know. You got a lot of energy around you. So the question is, do you want to be successful? Do you want to be the king? Do you want to be rich? Do you want to take care of your family? What do you want to do? Because I got to tell you, as an OG, as a nigga who be around, I be lying to myself if I ain't tell you, yo, B, one move, they're going to try to throw you in there. Big time. Do you understand this? What's up, everybody? So I'm letting everybody know that I canceled my whole tour. The American dates is not happening. It's not going down. Austin, Texas, I think I was supposed to be there today. I'm not going to there. I spoke to the promoters, Jose Avila with Avila Music. We are going to be in business. I am coming back to Austin, Texas. I fired everybody in my team. I got no manager. I got no booking agent, no PR, no public. I don't got nobody on my team. It's just me. I want everybody to know if you booking shows, do not book shows unless I say this show is going to be booked with this person. They will steal your money. They're not me. I'm not signing no fucking contracts. That don't got nothing to do with me. Whoever is booking shows for Takashi 69 is stealing your fucking money. So if you need shows, I will let people know that I'm booking shows. Or if you're not on the phone with me, do not book that show because it's not me. I fired everybody. I don't give a fuck who you used to see me with. They no longer around. It's a fucking dub. November 23rd, the album drop. I got federal agents sitting in front of my house. One, two, three, four, five, six cars. It's, it's beyond us. It's nothing I could do. What? What am I? There's one thing. There's only one thing I fear in life. No, two things. No, I'm not gonna. I I fear God mm -hmm. and I fear the FBI. Welcome back to the show, people. So this past Sunday night. Takashi 69 and several members of Treyway, including his former manager, Shadi, were arrested by federal agents. And the shit gets actually worse than that. Not only have they been arrested and are currently being held without bail, but get this. Takashi 69 is facing federal RICO charges and is also facing 20 years to life in prison. Welcome back, guys. It's episode 16, First Word Podcast, your boy, First Letter. Let's get into this. So as I just stated in the introduction, Takashi and former Treyway associates, including Shadi and another member who goes by the name of Crippy, have been brought up on federal RICO charges, mainly racketeering. Now, as I understand, this comes about from phone taps that the federal agency that brought these guys in had been acquiring and, and using since they've opened up this case early in 2013. Um, there was an emergency hearing, uh, to my knowledge, that was held this morning between Takashi's lawyers and the prosecution, and that was over bail, which he was denied um, today. And it's sad because I heard that his lawyer and his legal team actually went as far as to... Um, 
wipe out his entire account, which was said to be like a million dollars and also submit his passport. And uh, I forgot some other legal documents into the court. But the prosecution, along with the judge, they weren't having this shit. So, you know, unlike the state level prosecution, it's much different and more severe when you're dealing with these types of charges on a federal level. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the RICO charges, it's basically laws that are put in place um, to to take down organized crime figures, mainly mob bosses. I think that's what they used back in the day to get uh, John Gotti, and it's what they used to get Whitey Bulger as well. So la large organized crime organizations and i spoke briefly about this on the last episode uh when i was speaking to you guys about ar ab now according to the feds the reason why they brought in six nine so abruptly was because they had knowledge prior knowledge of a plot that was being concocted by some of his former treyway associates and where they were planning to kill him um you know, I'm pretty sure you guys know about the robbery and the kidnapping that took place some time ago because he had had a falling out with these guys uh, behind closed doors. But, um, you know, they were in contact with 6ix9ine and his legal team, I believe, for the past two weeks. And they offered him some type of deal. And as a result of his legal team and 6ix9ine declining it, this was also a reason why they brought charges on him and brought him in with uh, along with his uh his former Treyway associates. Excuse me if I'm all over the place today, guys. It's that I'm really tired. I had a really long day, so I'm trying to get this out to you in the best way that I can. Um, so this is an 18-page indictment that was released to the public yesterday, and I'm not going to go through all 18 pages. I'm just going to briefly skim through different subsections just to give you um an example of what these guys are being charged with and uh how severe this is so they're facing racketeering and conspiracy charges right and it's for the following things it says one for the acts of violence which include murder various shootings that took place in or around the brooklyn area uh manhattan new york area intimidation of rival gang members and also treyway members who they found to be disloyal also extortion there the there is the use of firearms uh including using authentic firearms in music videos photo shoots and on social media um also there's the sale of narcotics marijuana mdma heroin dibuterol fentanyl and something else here that i cannot pronounce and i'm not even going to try and now here comes the conspiracy portion of it um conspiracy to commit robbery conspiracy to violate federal racketeering laws conspiracy to commit murder attempted robbery aiding and abetting within a robbery so again um i didn't think i was going to talk too much about takashi 69 on this show uh ever again and it's been a while since I actually covered anything that he's done. And I thought for the most part, he was maturing a little bit and cooling down. Now, he recently did an interview on The Breakfast Club, and I, and I featured a little snippet of it in the introduction here of the show. And he was kind of doing 
some maneuvers this past the past couple weeks where he went on saying that he's no longer fucking with Treyway. He's no longer affiliated with anybody. He fired his whole management team because he said that people were stealing from um, um, promoters who were trying to book him. And they were also stealing his money, according to him. Um, basically, he wanted to clean house and he did it on a public forum. He did it over social media. And my if I had to guess, I say that he knew that the feds were on him. It's just that he didn't know when they were going to actually come and get him. So I guess in Takashi's mind, by him going public and saying that he's no longer associated with these people, I guess to him, he probably figured that this would kind of exempt him from, you know, all the charges that they already built up against him from 2013 when they first started investigating nine trade bloods. And, um, you know, this is some serious shit because unlike the state level, you know, you can use money and you can use influence to wiggle your way out of certain things. But when it comes to the federal level and federal indictments, they have a 98 percent conviction rate because you are at some at some form or fashion, if you are indicted and they can they can prove that you're guilty of at least two of the charges that they bring up on you, you're going to do time. Now, in Takashi's situation, excuse me, this is um, it's very bad. It's very bad because the the worst of the worst is that he could spend the rest of his life in prison if he's found guilty of what they have stacked against him. And the lesser of the two charges is that he faces 20 years. So what I'm thinking that they're going to do is they're going to offer up him some sort of plea deal. I don't think any of the other members of Treyway are going to get offered anything like that because I believe that those are the people that they really want and they're going to use Takashi to kind of roll over on them and if he's smart I would say take the deal whatever it is that they give you that could reduce your your sentencing because it's no way in hell that Takashi is going to get off from this if he is found guilty there's no way that he's going to get a slap on the wrist because the feds don't do that there's no such thing as a slap on the wrist there's no leniency when it comes to the way that they prosecute. So if I were him, I would definitely take some sort of plea deal or whatever it is that he has to do to um, cut that time short that he's going going to be facing. Because 20 years, man, that's that's a that's a shitload of time. And he's going to be away from, you know, his child's mother. He's going to be away from his daughter. And not only that, but he's you know, he's not going to be relevant by the time he gets out of prison which is the sad part about it. And what makes this situation even more fucked up for him is that, you know, with these federal indictments, especially when they have you on racketeering, he can't touch any of his assets. He can't touch any of his money because in these types of situations, they freeze your bank accounts because now your bank account is evidence. They have to go through every single dollar and they want to have everything accounted for. And they can't have you spending the evidence or trying to, um, you know, what some people will try to do in a situation like that in a moment of panic. You know, you might try to take your 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 funds and transfer it somewhere or or liquid, you know, or, or, or liquidate it and get it all in cash and try to stash it somewhere. They don't want that shit going on. So, you know, the feds have them really jammed up. And it's sad to say that. 
a lot of what he has in personal fortune is going to be depleted on legal fees if he tries to fight them in court, which I don't think is the smart thing for him to do. Now, I don't wish jail. I don't wish death on anyone. But this is a situation where, as I can kind of say that Takashi brought all of this stuff on himself because uh, at the beginning of this show, Fat Joe, along with, you know, many other people, older you know figures that are out here in the entertainment world that have come in contact with him. Everyone's tried to warn him and told him how this was going to go, you know, following behind certain people being associated with these people, all these shootings and all of these, these these wild antics that he was putting on social media. He was just helping the feds build a stronger case against him and his team, whether he knew it or not. And also, I think what the last straw with the feds was this la- this more recent, um, what was it? The shooting that took place a few weeks ago in Midtown after he was set free by a judge on the uh what was it on the child sex uh, offense case that he was going through you know and i think that was the last straw and it goes back to an earlier episode of the show where i stated that a lot of these artists that are coming up they don't realize the type of wolves that you get put in that you get put around right when dealing with these label people Because these label people who you get your deals from, who are putting you in positions of celebrity and fame and status and shit like that. These are the same people who, when they have their leisure time, they're on the golf courses uh, playing around with the the heads of these private prison institutions, these federal prosecutors. So this is one big game that they're playing around with you. And I think that. Takashi may have rubbed someone high up in the music business, whoever it was that's been protecting him and maybe allowing him to get away with a lot of the shit that he's been getting away with up until now, rubbed him the wrong way to the point where they just said, you know what, we had enough and they fed him to the wolves. And this is something that I kind of saw happening, but not as soon as it's all taking place right now. Um, You know, I don't have too much information on, you know, this 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 story because this is something that's currently uh going on right now. You know, all this stuff is underway. Uh I don't know how fast the federal prosecution is going to move um in terms of, you know, getting a trial going or the sentencing or or, or anything like that. I just have a little bit of the information that was put out to the public today. Um the only thing I can say is that, you know, you got to send your thoughts and your prayers out to this young man and, and these guys in this situation because it's not good. Regardless of what the outcome might be, the positive is still going to be a negative because when you are in the feds, you still will have to serve jail time. This is not state time. And I think Takashi, um, well, I don't think he's way in over his head at this point. And, you know, he just waited too late to try to clean house and get certain individuals from around him, you know, because they've been watching him and they've been watching his crew uh, for the past five years now. And that's what the feds do. The federal government is not going to come for you unless they know that they have clear cut, solid evidence to land a conviction. 
You know, it's not like the, 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 the state level. It's not like the NYPD is where you got to battle it out in court and you got to prove your innocence in front of a judge and stuff like that. And it's kind of like a cat and mouse, old school cops and robbers type scenario. The feds don't work like that. These guys hit you with a fucking sledgehammer in your chest. And um, the only thing we can do is send up prayers, you know, for Takashi 69 and, um, you know, his family and his team, man, because this is going to be some shit as the weeks transpire, you know. But um, as more information does come about, you know, with this situation, I'll try to keep you guys updated. And um, I really do, or excuse me, I really don't have anything other than that um, to cover because this was going to be an off week for me because of Thanksgiving uh, coming up and you know I got a lot of stuff that I'm doing but I did want to cover this because it's you know relevant to what's happening you know of this week so as always thank you guys for listening I appreciate it I will be back after Thanksgiving after this week I'll be back with episode 17 and it will be a full episode um, maybe I can give you some type of update in between on this Takashi uh, federal situation you know, when more information comes forward. So until then, you guys be kind, be courteous, be respectful to one another. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Be safe out there. Be safe on them roads. No drunk driving, especially to a lot of you motherfuckers that's going to be out here doing binge drinking. If you're going to be doing that type of shit, um, stay away from your cars. All right. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. So I will see you guys next episode. First letter, as always, and I'm out.